Hey, I'm jumping right in. This is Chantrapal. I have something to say. So recently I have been traveling. I think I shared with you guys that I've been go, go, go since April and it's been all good. No complaints. It's been really purposeful things. So this most recent trip, I flew with my son to a passing academy. Manning Passing Academy takes place in Thibodeau, Louisiana um, every summer. It's quite an honor to get an invite. So I'm really proud of him. And uh, it was actually his first time doing a sleepaway camp. So that was really cool, too. He did well. He did well, y'all. But so here's where the story comes. Okay, so in the middle of this trip, um, there's the news that breaks about uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned and all of the emotion that uh, all of us had the privilege of seeing on our TV um, in our local streets, in our local communities, on our local outlets and radio and all of that, right? And really emotional, um, both sides. It does not matter where you land, okay? So that is really the point of this talk. It doesn't matter where you land. Um, if you're for it, it's a travesty. If you're against it, it's a travesty. Um, if you're somewhere in the middle, you're probably in a position to see how both sides bring some real value, um, to what they're saying. Okay. Um, and so I probably am already tipping my hat, right? Looking at both sides. Okay. And leaving the emotion, um, to the side as much as we can, right? You know, I'm like everybody else. There are things about this that tweaks me too, but, how do we allow ourselves to not become so triggered that we lose the ability to just listen? Also, can you remember, and this is actually really apropos as I'm talking about bringing my son to a sports camp. Do you remember playing sports back in elementary school and middle school and, you know, the kind on the recess yard that was a break from class and it was already catty, catty, catty anyway, right? And when the folks that, you know, would pick the teams for volleyball or kickball or softball or whatever your ball was on your recess, right? Um, they'd pick their teams and it maybe was one of the gym classes where everybody had to be picked. So there was no option for you to opt out, right? You had to play or you got an F in gym for the day, right? And then you got picked or whatever and you're on the team. And it wasn't necessarily the world's best team because like I said, folks had to get picked. So not everybody is inclined to do anything with a ball. <laughs> Let's just be clear, right? And someone would get picked and um and someone would be happy that you know a certain person was on their team because they thought they had the stud and all the things and then they'd win inevitably that power team would somehow win and it turned into such a emotional outburst of we're better than you we won na 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 boo boo and all the things right do y'all remember that do you remember if you just so happened to be a good player and you were picked on the less good team, how that really, really irked your nerves? Like it really irked your nerves because you were like, seriously, if I were on that team, we would have won too, right? Um, but instead, your whole afternoon had to be spent hearing the gloating and the bragging and all the things that go with the lack of decorum to know how to position when you've seen success in something that you were hoping for, right? What? When you've seen success in something that you were hoping for, it's highly likely that the folks on the other end 
are not feeling quite the same. So then if your emotions are bringing you so high to gloat and be so proud and extra excited about it, then chances are on the other side, those emotions are living somewhere too, and it's not the same place. Well, which is right, which is wrong? Is it wrong for someone to be really, really proud of their success and their apparent win in a matter that was very important to them? Is it wrong for someone to be really emotionally tilted because they didn't win and they really wanted something another way and they really believed that it was the right thing in their heart, down from their toes? Is that wrong? Is either wrong? So if we can say neither are necessarily wrong, then neither is necessarily right either. It's somewhere in the middle, in the middle. So let me tell you about my trip to Thibodeau, Louisiana now, in the middle. So here I'm going twice a day um, because I'm choosing not to stay in Thibodeau. (laughs) I'm letting the kids stay in Thibodeau at the camp. And I'm going back and forth every day to get some taping and things done like mommies and daddies do when our kids are doing their thing. And so the third day, it was the third day. No, it was the second day. Um, I drive up. I take one of my parents' cars. Um, car is a 2006, so it's a little bit older. Um, beautiful, immaculate condition. But, you know, when, when things aren't rolled a lot and they're a little bit older, sometimes things just break down, right? And so fast forward, I am preparing to go back from a coffee shop to the field where I'm going to see the part two of my son's experience. And I go to turn the key in the car. And the car key will not turn in the ignition. I'm like, what? I am out in the deep, deep, deep bayou. (laughs) And my car key will not turn in the ignition. So what does one do? Freak out for a minute. Yes, of course. Remember I told you about emotion. Ah, yeah, that went out the window. Um, Freaked out for a moment. And call my husband and he does some wonderful YouTube researching and he figures out what's going on. But in the meantime, while he's off figuring out YouTube stuff on the phone states away from me, this lovely, lovely stranger walks up to me who can see that I'm clearly a little bit on edge and says, hey, you okay? And I tell her, I can't get my car to start. And AAA is giving me the runaround and my husband's off researching YouTube, right? And, and I said, and I don't want to call my parents and worry them. So she says, well, I'm from here and my mechanic is the best mechanic in town. She said, but the problem is it's Friday night. He's a family man. He's probably out with his family. Um, and I don't think he's open on Saturday. Shoot. And she's like, well, I'm going to stay here and wait for you, wait with you while uh, we figure out what happens with AAA or your husband's research. Not even 60 seconds later, two things happen. A van pulls up to our left and my phone rings. Okay, so I answer the phone. It's my husband. Hey, I found the YouTube hack. You're just going to have to open the fuse box, take out fuse number 18, and it'll be fine. It'll hardwire the car. What on earth? I didn't know what he was talking about from the moment he said fuse box in a car. Who believes that they know there's fuse boxes in a car? I did not. 
Okay, so my lovely lady attends to the van. Well, out comes this lady and her babies getting out of the van. And my beautiful stranger says, oh my God, it's Drew's wife. Drew is the mechanic she was talking about, y'all. She says, wouldn't it be great if Drew was in that van? And the wife says, he is. Drew comes walking around the corner, not the corner, around the van. And she says, Drew, you got to come help this lady. Her car won't start. She's miles away. Her boy's at this Thibodeau camp. We could really use your help. I was just talking about you. Drew talks to my husband and we together figure out what the heck Fuse 18 is and we get the car hardwired and I'm back on my way. Now, my beautiful stranger says, you know, I can follow you home if that if that's helpful. And I said, no, 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 give me your number. No, I said, no, 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 that's fine. I'm sure I'm fine. She says, well, let me give you my number. Let me give you my number. Call me as soon as you get to your parents. Really, y'all? The reason that I wanted to call out this story and this beautiful stranger, she knows who she is, is because in the moment of need, there wasn't talk about a position of politics. There wasn't talk about persuasion. There wasn't talk about difference. All there was talk about was there is a soul in this world that needs help and I'm available to offer it. Whoa. Wow. Whew. So I couldn't wait to get back to the home office to talk about this with y'all. Now, I want to end on this note. I believe every life is beautiful. I believe every life with intention is blessed. I believe that. I also believe that we all have a choice. We all have choice. The word of God speaks of choice. We all have a choice. And we're also not supposed to judge. We're not. It says, do not judge. Do not judge. So I don't know where any of this lands on you or for you, but I hope, I hope and I pray that if you hear me say nothing else in this podcast moment, you hear me say the word love. Love. Love yourself. Love your neighbor. That's all I got. Be well. Be blessed.